This episode is brought to you by patreon.com slash sbfvgs. Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 144. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike, the Platinum Polygonist, Lopez. I mean, oh my. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't have just one polygon. <laughs> Who can stop? Uh, and the other voice you're hearing is David, crossing all the animals, Tate. Oh, man, those animals are... are so crossed i i'm crossing all the animals and they are very cross at me right they're now they're cross about it for yeah. sure yeah exactly uh, <laughs> also joining us tonight none other than mr nick plenty of board games for the apocalypse sutner oh that's true but no one to play them with which is like a sad twilight zone episode <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. which is partially why i have this like uh Two board games stack with my mic on top is my current setup. Oh. Nice. Yeah, that big, that, actually, maybe you can't see it, but there's a big uh, closet in the corner that's just full of board games, full of tiny, beautiful Japanese board games. Um, oh. Although I did play some remote King of Tokyo with some friends the other night that I set up and ran. Oh, that's on my a good end. one. Oh, so, that's a cool. Game. Yeah. So as long as you have games with no hidden information, you can play them over Skype. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. It's not a bad deal. Stuff huh. the, or, uh, if everyone has the same game. And you're like, okay, I'm moving. It's almost like a game of chess. Like, okay, rook to, you know, E5 or whatever, yeah. however that works. You could possibly do something like that. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It all turns right. out. It seems like. A, I mean, I can talk about this know. more when we talk about what we're playing. But it turns out that all of the online solutions for playing board games are unilaterally terrible. And oh, it's really yeah. shocking. And this is really bringing it to light. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, gosh. Yeah. Well, it, have you tried? What is it? Is it called like Tabletop Simulator? There's like yeah, a so Steam yeah have you, you in, tried that it's, no it's luck? in the top 10 right now actually in steam sellers because Whoa. of what's going on um i haven't fully I, I went through the little tutorial and try to get up with set up with friends it seems like it will work eventually but it is like ugliest and and mm. just like so <laughs> clunky and just i mean i don't know it's i i like the idea of it but it's not it is not by any means like an elegant solution oh gotcha uh, and the fact that there just isn't one at this point is sort of wild. So yeah, and I think everyone is learning that the hard way right now. That's yeah. Stinks. yeah. <clears throat> huh. All right. Well, well. Anyway, so <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> moving along, the Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast comes to you every fortnight, with each of us coming to the table to discuss one burning topic from the world of gaming. Uh, but first, gentlemen, what games are you playing at? Uh, I say we let, uh, is, is he, wait, is he super guest friend status yet? Uh, yeah. 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 After, well, after, after three times on the show, you have tenure. Okay. And, uh, and so, yeah, you now get it from the show. (laughs) Yeah. You, you get a nickname each time you're not, you're, you know, so all that kind of thing. Okay. So let's let our super, we don't roll out the red carpet right away. You got to earn it. Right. But I haven't read, I haven't earned the jacket yet though. No, you haven't got the jacket. That's Five Timers Club is the next visit. Yeah. So, damn it. Okay. But we we do thank you for coming four times. Yeah, this is no, great. thank you. For, yeah. I think yeah. you're. Uh, this is definitely the most times I've been on a podcast uh, ever that I didn't host. I think. Wow. So, <laughs> All right. I'm honored. Wow. We're honored. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. What are you playing? Um. Well, I've been trying to play a million different board games. Yeah. So, like, uh, <laughs> like for instance, another. <laughs> this is just like a bummer example, but. Uh, I was trying to play Takedo today. I don't know if you guys will play Takedo. It's a great game, mm-hmm. very chill. Um, 
and there's this beautiful iOS version that has great animation and the presentation is so lush, but because the developers use their own login system and not Game Center, now you cannot invite friends to a game. You have to like oh. make a game and hope that they join you in this window of time. And then also if you oh. quit out and come back to a game, your game is just gone. So like there's all these wow. beautiful like artisanal apps for one game at a time, but so many mm-hmm. of them just either either just don't work anymore or like Carcassonne uh, has crossplay between the like Steam and Android version, but that's separate from the version that is on iOS and Mac what? stores. So like, uh, there's just all oh. these wild incompatibilities. Um, and I'm such wow. a console gamer that now that I'm trying to do stuff, especially over PC, just everything is a nightmare all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, so, wow. PC is really the pits. It is pretty rough. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> no. Yeah. It's, oh, sorry. This is great. I think we finally have, th- there's three of us to team up against David's so PC I'm, uh, master racism. Yeah, I love PC. I, I recently switched from like console to PC exclusively, except for the Whoa. Switch. I still like the That's Switch. A big but yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a big, it was a big change. But uh, yeah, a good it was change a real for the slap in the face. It was a real slap in the face. <laughs> I'll David. say so. I, I just have to say 144 <laughs> frames per second is a revelation. That's that's all. I'm, so so just now say. before the podcast, I was playing with some friends uh, Ticket to Ride on Steam, which is like and super, I love Ticket to Ride so much. It's, it's a great game. It's a solid very, game. You know, very really simple, good. but like, yeah. you know, we like after several nights of trying to like play something together, it still doesn't have voice chat. So we got to go through Zoom as well. But um, at least played a few games. Of wow. That, which is fun. I know it's wild. Um, <laughs> the 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 video game, the dedicated video game I played through recently because I haven't been playing much in these in these recent weird times uh, yet, at least, uh, is a short hike, which I played through the other ah, night. Yes. If you guys are familiar, oh, I, I have that. Okay, I've Has played it? about five minutes of it, but okay. yeah. So last week at the Faux uh, Game Developers Conference, um, which was streamed online on the awards, it won the grand prize at the Independent Games Festival. Um, and wow. uh, I, you know, I'd heard a lot of friends rave about it. I heard it was really good, and I finally, and and now that I finally brought home a work PC to work here and hooked it up to my TV and used the controller, it's like I can get behind PC gaming when I can like sit on my couch with the controller um, and make it work. But mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it's a really great game. It's like I don't know. Again, I'm playing it in this weird vacuum in these weird times of ours, so I feel like I'm like have like a different emotional engagement with it than I usually would have, but. And I played through it in one sitting over like two hours, maybe. Uh, you can sort of spend as much time as you want with it. But I just found it to be this really like wonderful, chill experience. And feels like I heard it sort of compared to like Breath of the Wild meets Animal Crossing meets oh. well, know, some other stuff, which is such a wild way to describe anything, especially yeah. for like a <laughs> tiny game that's a couple hours long. But I think it is totally true. Like mm. it has, uh, sorry, I need some water. Mm. Yeah, that's okay, because I, I was just going to ask you if that comparison uh, holds water, because that's what I read, too, and I was like, that is a really bizarre thing to say that's, about I a know. game. So mm-hmm. it, it really does, because it just has, and actually, to me, it also, in a very bizarre way, reminded me of Shadow of the Colossus, which I've spent what? a lot of time with oh, and yeah. probably talked wow. about on the show before, because I wrote a book about it, but um, yeah, it yeah. just has this amazing feeling of exploring this this very like living space that uh has been there for a long time and has a lot of mystery and some Mm -hmm. parts feel designed and some parts feel organic and the whole idea is you're just sort of hiking up to the top of this mountain um 
and encountering other like animal friends and chatting with them <clears throat> feels a little like night in the woodsy uh dialogue wise mm-hmm. um and you collect these golden feathers which allow you to like fly a little bit or like hover a little bit further uh or you can start to climb and it acts as your grip meter so basically you're sort of circumnavigating this spire this like island spire at your own pace climbing up this hike and the more time you spend playing, the more the more it unlocks for you because you get these more, you know, yet you your navigation options just increase because you can climb higher and you can glide further. And the controls feel great. The gliding feels awesome. And it's just super chill. And you're just chatting with these people you encounter, these animals, and helping them solve their little fetch quests and whatever. But there's no there's no really explicit goal besides like get to the top of the mountain. And even that is not mm-hmm. something, it's not something you you feel like you want to go do immediately. You're like, Oh, I'm just going to swim out into the water and find a weird Island and talk to a character there and collect some seashells. And like, eventually some of those things will start to matter. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I just like, I play, I've played it in a very different way than I've played almost any other game. And I think the game really encourages that, which is really wild to me and this is the first time i've talked about it with anybody so i'm these are all like half form thoughts but um it's just a really interesting like mini open world that feels so rich and really like starts to fit together in interesting ways um Hmm. like you'll hear about a mysterious island and then when you climb high enough you'll find a telescope at a little outpost and look out and then you're like oh there's the island and then you'll cruise down to the island and there'll be a whole other set of things to do there um there's no fail state uh and huh. you could just run you could you can't only really run quite to the top but as soon as you get like enough golden feathers you have the ability to get to the top um but yeah i don't know it's great it's just super chill i think like it's the perfect like uh game to zone out with for these stressful times it's probably like mm. i think even more i mean animal crossing i'm sure you'll talk about it, i imagine uh i'm yes. not uh, i'm not a player myself i appreciate it i've played tens of hours of previous ones um but i think even that is like there's a lot of stuff you have to do and i feel like it can it can feel stressful when you're like juggling things and coming weeds and whatever but here it's like there's just this is like for me it's this is like the true sort of anti-doom eternal it's like the the just the, <laughs> ch- the chill out where, where nothing goes wrong yeah there's nothing to deal with you just are like exploring a space in the in a way that mm-hmm. feels great and looks awesome so yeah yeah that's sweet that's yeah. cool um, yeah, I, I definitely want to check it out. I I've just been seeing a lot of the the praise for it, but I really mm-hmm. knew nothing about it until just now. So mm-hmm. it sounds great, though. Yeah, please check it out. Yeah. Um, that's probably oh one other game I'll say I spent a bit of time with, uh, which I'll I'll use to promote my own podcast. Uh, Ooh. Ooh. Uh, so we had there's a game called Round Guard that just came out, which is basically Peggle mm-hmm. as a roguelike. So it's like this dungeon oh, exploring, yeah, dungeon exploring little roguelike, but you are bouncing around like Peggle style screens, um, but with a like randomly generated level structure um, and different like sort of fantasy classes and stuff. Uh, and I had the dev Andrea Roberts on my show called The Splunky Show like. Uh, game design show and we had her on our last episode a couple weeks ago um and uh she's someone who worked at microsoft for a long time just has an interesting sort of background with indie games and sort of uh left to go go all in on this game um and it's really great uh and it's out on like every platform um it's just like if you've ever played i mean peggle i feel like is one of the most easily like likable games yeah Um, Yeah. and i'm shocked that people didn't do more with that formula over the last you know 12 years or whatever it's been mm-hmm. um and this is just a really smart thing to do with it which i've been enjoying so round guard as well as quite a good time cool yeah that's awesome very cool what uh, about you mike what are you playing at so not a ton because i <laughs> just been working a lot so 
Uh, well, now, can clock. you explain? Do you want to explain for a second why you've been yeah, working? I, a I lot? mean, I mean, a lot of longtime listeners of the show know that uh, Ab and I both work in the the healthcare IT uh, industry, and so um, with the the advent of COVID nineteen, been uh, basically working around the clock to make sure our hospitals are prepared mm-hmm. uh, as possible for that. So that's been a blast. So not only do I have to hear about it all day uh, at work, but then I come oh. home. It's, it's the only thing on Twitter. It's the only thing on the news. I'm like, okay, oh. it's phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I think and then I, our, made, and, our, yeah, I made him talk about COVID-19 on the last podcast. You sure so. did. <laughs> oh, no. I that highly hit, recommend like, blocking it from Twitter. Like blocking, yeah. blocking all the associated words makes Twitter like a wonderful, funny place again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take you up on that. I know. I was thinking of blocking anything political and yeah. anything uh, COVID related just for just for a little while. Just for a while. I, I just I intentionally did not check any news or anything related to anything on Saturday, and it was such a, a nice day of just rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was, I yeah. observed the Sabbath. Yeah, that's uh, right. <laughs> it's, I, it's like I the exact opposite, little... right? When I'm at work, yeah. I have like the John Hopkins like tracker, and it looks like yeah, uh, yeah it's like up on the big board. <laughs> it's and on everything. the big board. Oh, you can like man. see. Like, oh gosh, it's almost here. <laughs> yeah, oh, I remember man. walking over there and standing in front of that board with my arms folded, like dear God, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Oh, it's, it's so it's such a bizarre thing that, that is weird to really be happening. But yeah. Anyway, um, I digress. I, I have a rule. Uh, where I can check all the news about everything all day while I'm at work, which is mm-hmm. like 9.30 to 6.30. By the way, work is here now. I work from home now. Um, but uh, uh, so 9.30 to 6.30, uh, I will check all the news. But then as soon as I am done with work, I leave work, quote unquote. I'm not allowed to open up any news apps. I'm not allowed to look at Twitter. Uh, I can look at Instagram because it's mostly like my friends just posting selfies and I miss their faces. So like, that's fine. Mm. But, um, but yeah, you're welcome, that, David, you're welcome. Yeah, you know, Adam, <laughs> you need to post more selfies speaking of, but, uh, <laughs> I never do. I never, never but, uh, anyway, I post so, a picture of my dog sometimes. Yeah. Oh, that was that fun. picture today. Right. Was it it's, today? It was a doozy. Yeah. A doozy. Uh, that's, that's pickles. That's hey, pickles. Good old pickles living her best life. Uh, yep. anyway, um, <laughs> Mike, was that all you'd been playing at? Well, I didn't listen to games. Nothing. But okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been playing at working around the clock. Yeah. The clock. <laughs> well, I, no, so I actually <laughs> did. I, I did play a couple of games. Um, okay. And, All right. That's good. Good to hear. Well, I guess like demos uh, also. So I played the Resident Evil Three remake demo. Did yeah. You what did you think of that? Check this out. Not no, yet. No. Not yet. No. No one's played it. Nick. Mm-mm. Okay. So it's uh, it's it's really gorgeous. I mean, it plays great. Um. I haven't played Resident Evil in like a really long time, <clears throat> but those zombies are just like nigh unkillable. I didn't realize that was the situation these days. Uh, yeah. Back in Resident Evil five, you could just mow through them. You just mow you through know? them. It was no big deal. Cool. Resident but, Evil yeah. four, you could kill them. One mm-hmm. and two, you could kill them. So three, what, none of the zombies or is it, are you specifically talking about the big zombie? No, no. I'm big like bad I, boy. It, it maybe maybe I'm just terrible at this game. I don't okay. understand. But like, I can shoot a zombie like six times in the face, and he'll drop down. And then as soon as I walk past him, he's getting back up again. It's like, well, um, so I guess that's just to encourage you to not bother and just run past him. But it, it's still fun. Oh. It's, it's, they've done a good job. It's, it looks cool. I'll probably pick up when it comes out at some point. You um, definitely have more ammo if you just run for it. That's true. Uh, so th- you know? that's pretty cool. Um, I did, uh, you know. Uh, uh, there was an Assassin's Creed Odyssey uh, free weekend. Oh, yeah. I thought to myself, I haven't played Assassin's Creed since Black Flag. 
and I've had no desire to play it since then. Okay, um, Black Flag's great. That's a fantastic. It's a really game. really good game, right? And so, I and everyone raves about Odyssey, right? It's it's you know, Origin was really good, and Odyssey is like that's Assassin's Creed is back. Like everyone loves Assassin's Creed again. Man, that game is not for me. Um, oh, <laughs> really, I don't like it. It's it's, oh, it's not that it's bad. I I think I I played it for a couple of hours. And I was like, okay, I, I like some of the tweaks they've done. It's a little more RPG-ish. Um, Do you they, hate done... pyramids? Well, well, so Odyssey is like the Greek one, right? <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. Oh, snap. <laughs> so I didn't play Origin yet. I, oh, I'm playing these right, out of right. order now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, it just, I don't know. There's something about it that just doesn't do it for me. Um, I don't know if yeah. I'm just having flashbacks to like the oversaturated Assassin's Creed days, but uh, I couldn't get hmm. into it. And, and and I think a yeah. lot of it is when you get to like the the part that has ship combat, uh, shooting arrows and throwing spears boat to boat is not nearly as fun as shooting a bunch of cannons. Oh, oh yeah, the pi- pirate stuff is just it's the best. It is the best. Let's just be Does honest. That game still exists. That was like the sailing spinoff. Uh, uh, oh, it never uh, came out, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Skull and Bones. I'm, yeah, Skull and Bones. Yeah, it I feel like that might be that might be some vaporware at this it, point. It, I don't it know. got mothballed like a year ago, and like I have anything. not heard. I haven't heard anything about it in a long time, at least. I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah. And then uh, I think the last thing I played uh, was I started uh, Hellblade, uh, the Ninja Theory Ooh, uh, game. Yeah. yeah. Holy smokes. That game is phenomenal. It's yep. super intense. Awesome. Don't get me wrong. Yep. Yep. May not the best, yeah. Maybe not the best game for these, these trying times for everyone, <laughs> but I'm loving it. It's a well, really, it's really sort cool of a game. game. About, about managing your mental health, though, as well. That's true. So. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, but you sort of got to finish it to, to see that whole journey. So fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Spoilers. <laughs> well, and, and, and right up front, I don't think it's a spoiler because like the first like 10 minutes of the game, you do get to a point right up front in the game. It's like, oh, by the way, if you just like fail enough times, that's going to be the end of the game for you. And you're not going to get to the end. Whoa. Like, oh, mm. oh, super cool. Wow. Not stressful okay. at all. <laughs> yeah. I forget, I forget if that is. I don't know this if that's like, true. like double spoilers. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know that it's right. actually true if that's like a messaging <laughs> they, situation. Yeah, they throw that up oh. at, like, at the game, like a big, like glowy, like title screen thing appears. And it's like, hey, by the way, don't fail a bunch because it'll be game over. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I, I I don't know. The, the game is not uh, it's not incredibly challenging. And I don't think it's like, it's meant to be. It's it's much more of a. Uh, it's like if God of War was just like the walking parts in story parts for the most part. Okay. There's a little okay. bit of combat here and there, but it's not like intense combat. It's not what that game is. Yeah. It's really cool though. Um, All right. But yeah, that's about it. Okay. All right, sweet. David. Yeah, sure. I'll go. Um, I have been playing three games this past fortnight. Uh, you don't all, say. All three of them came out within the last uh, two to three days of the recording of this episode, which is uh, it's Tuesday, uh, March 24th right now. Um, so I've been playing Animal Crossing New Horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing um, Doom Eternal. Mm-hmm. Sweet. And mm-hmm. I've been playing um, oh Half-Life Alex, the first okay. single player oh. Valve game in like 11 years. <laughs> So yeah, um, I, I watched like an hour of the stream last night um, yeah. after the fact I, and oh my gosh, it's so gorgeous. It's so good. And it's even better. It looks, it looks like a lot of fun. It's really good. And when it's like, you're like, you're there, like there have been mm-hmm. time, there was a time. Uh, so I guess I'll start with Alex because I think it's, I've been waiting for a single player half-life game or, 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 well, I've been waiting for a half-life game for 
what, since 2009 or something like that. But then uh, <laughs> I've been waiting for just a single player Valve game because I feel like that's their best genre. No offense to Dota 2 or uh, that card game, whatever that was called. Artifact, I think. <laughs> uh, I don't think I, those games aren't for me. They're boring. I tried yeah. them both and I was just like, I just can't. I can't get into it. Um, mm-hmm. So... Uh, so it, first of all, just the magic of playing a Valve game again is just like I can't stop smiling when I'm like I'm playing a yeah. new Valve game. But then well, and it reminds <laughs> me of like because you have uh, what's his name Murray from Flight of the Concords oh, and yeah. he's like your buddy the whole He's time. so great. He like, reminds oh. me of Wheatley a little bit from... Uh, yeah, yeah. Because it, it has the a, Stephen Merchant in yeah. Portal 2 kind of vibe and it's yeah. funny and, and he's charming. I love it. I yeah. Love it. Reese Darby is his real name. Thank you, Eric, yes, in the chat. Murray. Um, no, I believe it's Murray. <laughs> but, um, so there was a moment where I was playing that game where uh, Murray was talking to me and he was calling me <laughs> Alex and I was like, no, that's not my name. I'm David. You know, and then I was like, wait, 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 no, wait, I'm playing a video game. Uh, that Right, right. <laughs> it was it was a strange My moment. fingernails aren't this dirty. What's happening? <laughs> but yeah, so and I read an article on Kotaku today. Uh, apparently the person who who played it for Kotaku like binged it in like three days. And oh, wow. uh, by the end of their session, they started like hallucinating things from the game in real life. Apparently wow. I, oh. I don't. Yeah. So I'm going to take my time with this game so that that doesn't happen to me, but it's yeah. very fun. That's only, that's only really ever happened to me with Dr. Mario. In real life, I could see like little pills on people's faces and stuff. Puzzle. They were saying puzzle games and like rhythm games tend to do that to people too. Mm, But this is the first non puzzle and non rhythm game. That's what, what the Tetris effect, the name comes from, is that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, maybe this is like applied. Maybe it can be applied to Half-Life, too. Oh, boy. That's um, the Half-Life it's crazy. I'm, I am not looking forward to that happening to me. I really hope it doesn't because that sounds very unsettling. But uh, so that's. So, so, I, mm, yeah. Ahead. But I have to ask you, um, yeah. I know you were using like at first, like the, the P-Stream method of traversal where you like right, warp yes, yes. with the little yellow P-Stream and then you like land there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, but then now, then you switched after a short time into the game into like the continuous motion. Mm-hmm. Did that make you car sick at all? Because at I, first. I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking that would make me barf for sure. Yeah, uh, it it would. Uh, it at first it made me a little bit sick, like uh, for like the first two to three minutes of it. Um, okay, but they you gotta keep, power through. Yeah, you power through it, and they keep your movement speed slow enough to where you your brain eventually can adjust to it. Um, yeah, I would. I will tell you, I was having a really good time playing it in the P stream, as you so eloquently put it, m- method. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I changed it because Twitch viewers tend to not enjoy watching someone move that way. So I did it for the, I did it for the chat. And uh, yeah, but, but like you're a I, hero. Yeah, I'm, I'm a hero. <laughs> Everyone should thank me. No, but um, by the end of the stream, though, I, I was not feeling sick at all anymore. That's like good. I, it great. felt pretty pretty normal. Like I Although, was able even I was even able to go like this way and like look this way, and that's supposedly a really bad like VR thing to do. Oh, 
Um, but like, it did. yeah, I would say generally though, I think the, I mean, I'm glad it worked for you and you got used to it, but I'd say that generally the power through it, I think is not good advice for VR. I think if you, <laughs> oh, okay. Generally, if you well, feel sick, you should stop. Um, that's true. That's true. Cause you will, you, if you, if you keep feeling sick, you will eventually lose your lunch or no, 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 you'll, no. you'll never be a Twitch superstar with that attitude. <laughs> yeah. You power through, you get a Dramamine drip going oh my gosh. into your veins. <laughs> Do not do this. People listening out there in podcast land and in Twitch, wherever you are listening, please do not do that. Don't do that. Unless you want to be famous. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a medical IT professional. Okay. And so you listen to my medical IT advice. Right. Anyway. So moving along. Very good game. A little bit stressful. A little bit scary. Um, Spooky, and around yeah. this time we'll talk, this is our topic, but like, I, I, like, I love it, but also like, I don't love it. And we'll talk sure. about that. Um, okay. so I've also been playing doom eternal. That is the game I mm. played the least of all of three of the games, because once again, very like adrenaline, like it's arcadey, it's tongue in cheek. Yes. But it's still like shooty, shooty gun you know intense yeah. oh, oh i died seven times you know like oh, oh yeah. it's really hard you know but very good <laughs> gameplay i would love it if you streamed it and that was like your commentary <laughs> oh i died seven times <laughs> so, yeah i would enjoy that yeah this is so shooty shooty stressful <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway. we'll see I, I'm actually not streaming that game that's the one of the three that I'm not streaming um, and so yeah not super far into that one so I can't speak too much to it but again it's not the kind of game I'm looking for right now mm-hmm. um, I'm not enjoying it very much right now I will enjoy mm-hmm. it someday for sure mm-hmm. sure but uh, right now maybe not but we'll t- again topic I don't want to spoil too much uh, sure. and then the third game I've been playing is Animal Crossing New Horizon and or maybe it's horizons i'm not sure if there's an s at the end or not but um it's by nintendo in case you don't know uh every single person i'm friends with on my switch is also playing it so i think it's doing pretty well um <laughs> and uh if you're not familiar with the game i don't think i can help you it's like you have you're on an island you can go fishing you can collect some seashells you can collect some fruit uh you can visit your friends islands um and it's cute, and you talk to animals that are anthrop- anthropomorphic. Uh, I I heard I saw a really funny tweet about this game. Yeah, okay. It Go for was it. it was basically like hate working. Yep, hate doing chores. <laughs> yep. You want to do those things for uh, a capitalist raccoon? Will it be cute? Yes. Okay, I'll do it for twenty thousand hours. <laughs> <laughs> so Listen, you get to talk to it's, animals. It's so great. I've I've never. Like, so we have just full disclosure, we have two copies of the game and two switches in our house. So there's constant (laughs) animal crossing going on all around me, but I have myself never fallen uh, victim to its charms. Mm. Um, I, I, I agree that it's a cute game. I'm sure that it's fun to run around and do these little things. And, but I just, for, that's not what I'm. That's not what I'm here for. That's not what I'm after when I play the video games. So for me, Um, it is like, I I don't know if you deal with anxiety in your life. Uh, I actually do have, uh, I don't remember the specific diagnosis. I've been diagnosed with some form of, of anxiety. I think it's like generalized panic Mm -hmm. disorder or something like that. I don't really remember. It's been a while since the diagnosis happened. Um, and I have found ways to cope with my anxiety, 
Uh, and uh, for about 10 years now, I have found ways to cope with my anxiety without medication. Um, obviously, that's not for everyone. Medication can be a wonderful tool for people that uh, have anxiety that uh, they cannot you know, come to terms with. And so, and like I had mm -hmm. to go on medication to kind of get my levels back in balance. So like, this is not an anti-medication rant that I'm on here at all. I just am now off medication and don't, and I have found ways to manage it without. Um, and David, what, why do you hate medicine? No. Sticking it to big <laughs> Listen, pharma. I was trying very hard <laughs> to make sure that I, I think medicine can be a wonderful tool and it is not something that I think um, people should necessarily try to get off of, but I just wanted to right. try it for myself. Um, mm -hmm. And so games like Animal Crossing are my anti-anxiety medication now. Mm. Like It's like repetitive tasks, very soothing. Nothing's going to kill me. The worst thing that's going to happen is I'm going to get stung by a wasp. Um, <laughs> and, and well, I, I mean, that's it, pretty bad. I don't know if you're going to stung by a wasp. But I'm yeah, not gonna wasp die. stings are anxiety-inducing for me. Yeah. I'm not going to so. die from it, though. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm good. So, so yeah, like this game is my, like I turn off the news at 6 30 PM and, mm -hmm. uh, I play animal crossing. Give so, your brain a break. Yeah. That's, give my brain a break. It's nice. And we've had, we've had some very nice anxiety free streams there on That's the old right. twitch.tv slash SBFEGS. So thank yes, you for those. Tune on in, uh, when I'm playing animal crossing, you will get zero anxiety from me about it this, this yeah is, there obviously go. there's lots of fun like mashup jokes about like animal crossing and doom it's also reminding oh, yes. me though when i played uh <laughs> when i played because skyrim and dark souls i believe came out right at the same time like the same month i think it was those okay two iterations oh wow and yeah. i remember playing them in tandem and narratively i decided that dark souls was the nightmares of my skyrim character <laughs> Um, <laughs> and it, it actually would work pretty well. So I think in the same way, maybe Doom could be the nightmares of your Animal Crossing character. Yeah, yeah I like it. I, I, oh, like, I it. like it. And there, there are mashups. Like I saw uh, someone in Source Filmmaker, which that puts all three of the games together because Source is the engine that Half-Life Alex runs in. Mm -hmm. And they, they made, uh, they took the Doom character and one of the characters from Animal Crossing, put them together and like had the Animal Crossing little cute little dog shooting a gun. And then they had like the cute, the the animal or the uh, doom guy like chopping you can call down him cute it's fine he's cute yeah sure probably chopping adorable. down trees um <laughs> and it was a very fun little mashup um so anyway all all three of my games collide in that meme uh yeah <laughs> but but yeah oh and it is funny uh, uh vegas mel pointed out in the chat um it the game of animal crossing is about going into debt over and over again for some reason that's <laughs> still soothing i don't know why but uh the, yeah thanks for reminding me i of mean that, i guess well. you don't have to you could take out a loan and pay it off immediately that's the dave ramsey way david that's true that's true <laughs> the cash envelope system in uh, animal crossing Get New your cash envelopes going yeah you gotta hoard a lot of cat a lot of bells uh oh man so speaking of the animal crossing um I found the I've read a story about the crazy like item replication bug. Oh yeah, yeah. And and so um I told my son about it. I'm like, oh that's crazy. People are like duplicating their switches inside Animal Crossing and then selling them for a million bells. And he's oh like, my goodness. we have to do that. And I was like, <laughs> I but you just I was like, you just got the game. You sure you want to break the economy of the game by doing that? And he's like, Yes. <laughs> so immediately he and my daughter, they both like sat there for like a few hours just racking up millions of bells. Yeah. They are both millionaires now. You gotta and keep now pace it's with just... the real economy and ruin it as well. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, they, man, they're funny. now Animal Crossing one percenters, <laughs> and uh, what's funny? Just Adam is whatever they please. Your son messaged me about this this duping glitch, and he's like, "Hey, yeah. I found a way to make lots of money in Animal Crossing." I was like, "If it's that duping glitch, don't tell me about it." He he stopped talking to me after that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, David, so anyway, if you, if you don't have time for this once in a lifetime investment, I don't have time for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a get rich quick scheme. Uh, but yeah, that's that's, if you're it, that's all I've been that, playing. Uh, I. I think uh, Polygon posted a story about I'm it. Sure There's a did. video. There's videos out there if you if yeah. you're interested in cheating this game that you just bought. <laughs> so anyway, um, that's it though. Oh, uh, that's Anything it. Else? All three All of right. those games is it. Yep. So I've been playing. Um, I've been playing quite a few things. Um, however, I'm going to focus on two mainly, and then I have a little something something at the end. So um, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Mm. Um, I beat that game and it was glorious. Oh, you beat it. Um, yes. So, uh, you know, it's of course a gorgeous Metroidvania. Mm-hmm. Um, it's brutally difficult at times. Uh, it had me cursing and spitting on a few occasions. <laughs> uh, but that's what, that's usually what I'm after. I want a game that is like, oh, this is great. This is wonderful. And then it starts pounding <clears throat> me, you know, mercilessly. And then I will overcome it. And I then feel I'll, like I'm learning I will a lot stand about up, you right now, Adam. Yeah. Like that, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's really what I want. <laughs> but huh. I think everything, uh, like, artistically everything in the game is is flawless like mm-hmm. um the art the level design animation um I mean, the gameplay the abilities the characters the story everything there is it's wonderful um absolutely top notch um so imagine my heartbreak you guys mm. <laughs> uh-huh as i'm playing this game and it would lock up frequently for five oh. to ten seconds during during a cutscene, or it would just crash entirely um it, that happened several times uh, during oh, my You were playing through. on an OG Xbox, right? Xbox One. An OG Xbox One. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, apparently it runs great on PC. I haven't. You know. Yeah, I haven't tried it. Who who, who knew? Um, <laughs> but, it, yeah. So, anyway. So, um, but like I said, graphics-wise, I can't speak highly enough of how gorgeous it is. It, it reminds me of, like, the UBR. Like, both of the game, the Ori games, are. they remind me of, like, that UBR uh, type you know rayman style or uh or like child of light you know where it's it's very painterly but mm-hmm. it, it it's this the style is a little bit more slightly more realistic uh even though it is still very stylized um it's just such a pretty game um music super excellent uh, i would say uh you know there are some really beautiful moments in the game musically but mm-hmm. they're <laughs> It's it's so strange because it'll be like gorgeous. Oh, there's such wonderful music here, and then all of a sudden you get into like the hub area of the game, and it sounds like someone just suddenly put on some Kenny G, <laughs> and I can't explain it. There's like tenor sax all oh, over the place no, in that no, zone, dear. and I'm like, like oh, I got to get out of here. Kenny <laughs> so, G. Oh man, um, you know that was the nicest thing. So I didn't play the game, but Eric, my roommate, played it uh, in the living room. Uh, while uh, while I was like working and I just uh-huh. could hear it going, um, and the soundtrack is lovely. Like I I didn't mind it at all hearing yeah hearing all those except but I never heard the Kenny G song so and I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, gameplay wise combat is way improved over the first game. Um, there's a lot of great new moves and abilities and stuff that uh, 
that are, you know, just make, they take it to the next level as far as all that goes. Uh, traversal and the various unlockable attacks um, are are awesome. Like there's, there's this hammer type ability. It's not really called a hammer, but it's like, it's basically the most satisfying attack in the entire game for me. I was just like, you'd be slashing away like with the regular sword and then you can hit, you have, you know, your assignable abilities and you like ram an enemy in the face with this massive like hammer type thing and it was glorious. So, hmm. um, yeah, anyway, I, I feel like the game is a five out of five burrito mm-hmm. game. Okay. Uh, trapped in a three out of five's body. Oh, no. So, okay. So, yeah, so that's like the bugs I, are the body. Yeah, and I, exactly. So I, I feel like once it's patched um, and it's all running smoothly, like probably in a couple of months, this game will be perfect and it'll be wonderful. It'll be a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. But I think right now I had to dock it. Uh, I averaged those two scores, so I'm giving it a four out of five burritos because I still okay. I still loved it, even sure. though it, it broke my heart mm. quite a few times. Um, yeah. So anyway, moving along. Yeah. Uh, ne- next review: Twin Breaker, a Sacred Symbols adventure. Um, this is a uh, ten dollar cross buy on the PS4 and Vita game. It's a Brick Breaker game. Yeah. Uh, oh. Made made by made by. Um, let me see. Lily Mo Games with uh, written by Colin Moriarty wow. of the uh, Sacred Symbols podcast. Oh, and, uh, it's formerly that of game. Uh, Yeah, p- formerly of Podcast Beyond and mm. uh, uh, Kind of Funny. Oh, it comes out today. Yeah, it, it came out. Uh, yeah. Well, I think the embargo. Yeah, I guess it is out today, huh? I see. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I played through that on my Precious Vita. And <laughs> precious. On my Precious, Precious Vita. So... Um, <laughs> It it is a twin stick. So that I think this is a cool twist on a brick breaker game because it is mm-hmm. a, it's a twin stick brick breaker. So you're controlling two different paddles, I'll, I'll call them, and you're you know basically you have to kind of split your brain. Um, you get used to that pretty quickly at, when you're on the bottom, and then they they switch it up on you, and then so then it's like pong style where you have a paddle on either side of the screen and you're trying to break all the bricks, and then they break your brain even further. And, <laughs> And they have levels where it's four four paddles, where the up and down on the joystick moves it up and down on the left and right, and then the left and right on the joystick controls a, pa- a paddle on the bottom. Those ones are seriously insanely impossible. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I maybe just for my male brain, I'm I'm not able to multitask at that level. Okay. So there would be times where. I would I'd be like, okay, ball's coming this way, like diagonal down and to the right. And so I'm, okay, I got this. I'm moving the paddle on the right all the way down. I'm going to hit it and it bank shots it down. And I did not also move my other paddle to the right oh my to goodness. bounce off of both paddles. Oh my gosh. Impossible. So <laughs> there were certain levels like that where I was like, this game is uh is literally impossible and then i would get lucky <laughs> and i'd pass the level like something crazy I'd unlock some bonus and get lucky and pass it and I'm like okay well i i guess i'll take it <laughs> there's no <laughs> way i would ever be able to like platinum this game or anything um because i would never ever get a good rating on any of those levels but yeah yeah um but my favorite were like the Pong style where you have a paddle on either side. Those were really fun. It's sure. a fun take on a brick breaker. Um, and it has a crazy sci-fi story uh, that Colin Moriarty wrote. Uh, it, it is, um, it, I'll back up a little. So it, the game is oddly unique in that it, it almost feels like a product tie-in game, almost like the old school, like 7-Up 
cool spot game. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah. Um, where where uh, but it's like a tie-in game for Colin and Chris's new podcast, basically. That's so so weird. oh, that's the, so like interesting. The two lead characters, the two uh, paddles, mm-hmm. as I was calling them, are actually supposed to be ships, like spaceships, and one is supposed to have Colin in it, and one's supposed to have Chris in it, and. Um, there's some in jokes in there from the podcast a little bit in the story. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's got that kind of classic arcade aesthetic with the music and the pixel art. Um, but yeah. And then gameplay wise, I kind of already broke that part down. The, I think the best part of, or the most fun I had was the boss battles. Cause there's actually like brick breaking levels where you're up against the boss. And those were to me, I think the most interesting levels. Um, okay. And the story, the story was fun. It was, it, the story is very Colin Moriarty. Like, so for better, or for worse, if you're not a fan, you probably would not like it. Um, but the, like initially during the opening, I was thinking, um, you know, why do I need to know the historical and geopolitical backdrop to this game about breaking all the bricks? You know, <laughs> oh like gosh. that seemed really weird to me. Okay. But then yeah, that sounds like what I know about him. <laughs> Yeah. So eventually all those elements came into play and they were justified in the story. And, and so that was, that was kind of fun. Um, but yeah, the, uh, uh, I guess overall the experience of playing, playing brick breaker on my beloved, uh, PS Vita, uh, of course the greatest and best selling portable game console of all time, <laughs> um, <laughs> was, yeah, I, I, I believe oh, the, the science, the, the, the facts bear that out um but yeah uh so it was it was a really cool experience though um just because uh like i bought a vita way back in the day because colin and greg miller were so hard selling them on on podcast beyond at the time Mm -hmm. and like i was like maybe i'll get one you know and i ended up really liking it so um so it kind of like every time i would pop a trophy and it it felt almost like that was a that was a trophy straight from colin to younger me you know (laughs) And I got I, it came with a little hit of nostalgia for simpler times, gentlemen. Uh-huh. So I think I think the uh, for that reason I quite enjoyed it being a, an old school uh, old school fan of of Beyond. So, um, but yeah, so I I give this one um, I give it three out three and a half out of five burritos. Okay, nice. not it's too a fun bad. time. Yeah, it's a fun time. I, I quite enjoyed it. Cool. Now I'm not really I'm not really the target market, which is probably like your hardcore arcade high score chaser trophy hunter that type of gamer i'm more like i just wanted to play through the story test out the modes you know that Mm -hmm. kind of guy Mm -hmm. so but i had a good time with it and and you could beat it in the evening 10 bucks get your get your trophies you know good times so there you have it um lastly oh bye yeah lastly now that those are the only two reviews there's gonna be no Uh, show left I know. Yeah, those, those <laughs> Oops, are the only we two spent reviews the whole I'm... show talking about what we were playing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, I spotted that because the other like five days ago or so, I tweeted to CD Pro- CD uh, Project Red. Oh, and, uh, nice pronunciation. And I, I don't know if that is actually. Um, but, oh, oh. <laughs> I just assumed that you knew what you were doing there. <laughs> I, I mean, I am I am part Czechoslovakian, so you know, so you pro- it's probably. It's, probably it's probably yeah i I have it deep down somewhere yeah um but yeah anyway uh the i i had tweeted to him and i said hey listen listen guys (laughs) guys. i miss i miss those sweet sweet uh prices on the witcher 3 um on steam you know back when it was like 15 20 bucks and i was like listen i need i need something really long to play while i am trapped in my house Mm-hmm. Um, for for long stretches of time yeah. because we are living in the darkest timeline, and mm. um, 
So anyway, uh, five days later, lo and behold, I get a tweet from our pal, um, Isaac the Panda. Mm-hmm. And he oh. says, he basically lets me know, hey, guess what? They did it. The boys what? at CD, CD Projekt Red, uh, they, <laughs> they, uh, they, they dropped it down plea? to 15, they dropped it down to 15 <laughs> bucks, a uh, game Whoa. of the year edition or yeah, on, uh, on steam. So I went ahead and picked that up. Mm. And my, my goal here is to actually play most of this on an uber high end PC via GeForce now. Oh, so, there you so, go. Yeah. Clever. I went ahead and I, I booted it up. I got it installed and I uh, got through kind of the opening uh, of that game. On oh, a, so you on played a, like 30 hours then and then you got through the opening? <laughs> no, no, I got through oh. the opening cinematics and oh, then got oh. to like a playable part. And then oh. it was like, oh, it's dinner time and I got I to gotta run. But <laughs> so I've, I've just started playing The Witcher 3 again. I'm starting over because obviously I want to be able to play it kind of on my lunch at work mm-hmm. and um, just like take my laptop off to like a, our little private cubby hole and eat eat my sandwich in private and then play The Witcher. You know? I like so, how you're, you're like a gremlin in this cubby hole. <laughs> I'll just eat my sandwich really quickly <laughs> and then I'll uh, then I'll play The Witcher for like 40 minutes or something and then I'll come back to work. So I'm I'm pleased with this arrangement. Um, and I, I think maybe this is the ticket for getting me through this incredibly, insanely long game. So, I mean, sure. listen, you have probably like consecutive I mean, that's, days it, worth it, of content to play now. And if you're playing yeah, it in well, hour stretches, you're good. Yeah. And that's kind of, I'm thinking that's the plan once I'm back in the office uh, for right oh. now, I'll be home. So, you know, I can, I can play uh, whenever at mm. night or something but sure. yeah at the, at some point i'll be back in the office and and i'll probably also install it on my boot camp partition and play it in the van who's to say david <laughs> mike Nick, not me who's to say? you're a wild man i can't figure out what you're up to anyway uh it is about time for <clears throat> mm-hmm. The news! Yes. All right, so, guys. Holy smokes, Adam! You better just pick your favorite news story. Just one. You get one. <laughs> so by one, I'm going to go ahead and talk about one dozen. Okay. Oh, so no. David, you, David, your topic is canceled. Okay. <laughs> no. No. T- no topic. So, um, <clears throat> well, there's a couple little blurbs, and we don't have to spend long on them. The Uncharted movie. You say movie, that, but we always do. Yeah, you always are like <laughs> you, you. You always pick seven anyway. Yeah, you know the the Uncharted movie, which we all are just oh, clamoring cla- for. Yeah, we I all cannot want wait so badly. Cannot wait. <laughs> so, so the Uncharted fil- movie is uh, uh, as of ten days ago uh, uh-huh. was uh, slated to begin filming this month, according to Sony. Well. Yet later in our very same news feed, Uncharted movie production shuts down just as it was finally ready to shoot. And <laughs> oh I, I'm thinking that's probably probably due to the COVID yeah, probably. Uh, nonsense going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, I, I can give you a little, a little tip. Um, when, when Tom Hanks announced that he had the virus, that, is, that was when Hollywood stopped everything. Like, yeah. that was when my studio got the go-ahead to let their artists work from home. So it's like, it was well, like a, if, if he, if even he can get it, he played right. freaking Mr. Rogers. Yeah. yeah. God help had, the rest of us. I was very you sad know. on those, those early days of this whole thing, uh, when they were canceling movies and such. And I go mm-hmm. to the Alamo draft house near me all the time. And I'd bought tickets yeah. in May 
uh, for they were showing the Matrix trilogy, and I was oh, like, "Oh man, hell yeah, Matrix! I'm dying to see the trilogy in a theater." <laughs> um, and so that was canceled. And then, like an hour later, I read Matrix Four filming on hiatus, and I was like, "Come oh. on, this is such a bad day for the Matrix." <laughs> yeah, um, oh, that sucks. But that it sucks. turns out we're living well. Are we living in the Matrix or the real world? We thought we. I think we were living in the Matrix, and now we're living in the real world. And now we're in the real world, <laughs> yeah. and Tasty Week yeah, doesn't the exist. Real world- the yeah. real world is, is, <laughs> is darker, much darker. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so moving along. Uh, oh, this is kind of a funny one. Xbox Series X pulls a PlayStation Vita using proprietary memory. This oh, comes from no. Ars Technica. So I actually think the Xbox proprietary memory thing is kind of cool in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, granted, like it, it won't be as flexible price-wise as like the PS5 ssds you know when when those start hitting the market and they're fast enough and these are these this is the blessed list of ssds uh for the ps5 external expansion like that those prices will become competitive and they'll go down over time so there's that part of it that is not as good but i will say it's cool how xbox is doing it right you have this proprietary memory chip right you buy it you put you plug it in and it gives you an extra terabyte on your series x um but also you can take that with you plug it into your buddy's Series X, say you have all your games on there, you mm-hmm. plug it on there, you don't have to download anything, reinstall anything, because, I mean, you could do that now, right? Mm-hmm. Sign into your Xbox account and, and download stuff. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I thought that was a, a kind of a cool approach. Okay. What do you guys think? It, it kind of strikes me as that thing, like... Um, uh, like backwards compatibility, like when people advertise me, like that sounds so good. I'm never going to use any of this stuff. I'm never going to pop a memory <laughs> card out and go to my buddy's house. I don't have friends anymore. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> We're not allowed to leave our so, houses anymore. I know. Go yeah. outside. Come on. I'm not going out. <laughs> Come on, Xbox. <laughs> so, I mean, the one time this would have come in handy, and I do mean the one time, mm-hmm. was okay. when I brought my, my PlayStation VR over to oh, Mike's house. Yeah, sure. oh. And we signed in and I downloaded like, five or six different VR games yep. off of my account and we played them, you know, all evening. And that was a good time. Sure. Um, but man, think of how much more gaming time we would have had. Yeah. Fair we, wouldn't, we wouldn't have had to, you know, download all that stuff. Yeah. Like, that's, that's so 2017. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, yeah. And I think the, it seems like part of the idea of this too, is that, uh, I don't know. I, I imagine they're going to want to be pushing streaming services as well. Right. Sure. Uh, yeah. So that's probably yeah. Project like, X Cloud. Yeah. Don't worry about your storage. Just stream everything. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. I mean, with with how good Stadia and um and like X Cloud and now. You know, GeForce Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All these services are. I'm I'm really shocked at how well uh Witcher runs on GeForce Now, and I'm I'm just using my PS4 controller. And is it just a having, browser-based thing? Actually, no, like very little. About no, there's it. there's a there's an application I've downloaded, installed on my MacBook here. Oh yeah, and okay. uh, and it yeah. just runs. There's a free version of the service, which is pretty cool. You you're limited to one hour sessions, um, and it's 1080p. And then if you want to pay, I think five dollars a month, then you can get like the ray traced 4K, cool. front of the line, all that that nonsense. So yeah. um, there's, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's I, I was shocked at how responsive it was. I mean, mm. it's to be it's fair, a pretty small client. Like you're not like doing much locally. You're just no, RDPing no. one of their cloud stations. So yeah, but I mean, it's I'm I'm really impressed. Like back when I first tried the PlayStation Now beta, I think it was years and years ago on the PS3 um i was i was like well 
this is a cool idea. I can't use this because the latency at one point mm. got to a, a point where I actually could not pass a certain part of a game I was playing yeah. because it was like too laggy. I kept dying over and over. I was like, I can't, I can't do it. But now I, I don't know. I feel like uh, the tech is finally there. Mm. So it's getting there. Wild. Like we'll on my, on my new Verizon Fios connection that was literally just installed a month ago. Like it's, I can play, you know, Stadia games. But before that, I was trying on my parents' internet in North Carolina, you know, and like that was basically unplayable playing Destiny 2 that was like laggy and there was just weird like judders here and there. Yeah, it definitely depends on how how your internet connection, how capable it is and how it's configured. You know, like we had when we had the big streaming. Yeah, we had the streaming blowout uh, with with uh, Nick Wagner on the show, and he was talking about how he had prioritized his Stadia traffic over everything yeah. else on his router. <laughs> like, if you want to get if you want to get nuts, let's get nuts, you yeah. know. So you can do but, it too. Uh, yeah. So um, this also happened since the last time we recorded. Xbox Series X full specs were revealed, and PlayStation 5's full specs were revealed. Yeah. Um, Wasn't that an amazing, exciting Sony? Uh, <laughs> PlayStation 5 reveal that so everyone I, tuned into wasn't that, that, that was no that it that's was what a, everyone thought it was though yeah everyone was making the assumption i think that it was going to be the big bombastic you know like mm-hmm. you know like <laughs> all this like five very loud drums and mm-hmm. trailers and like explosions you know, we get to see the see the box yeah, and the controller I, I and we get to see all the features and like this is going to be the February talk. Like it wasn't that it, this, this was, was very GD, much, this is a GDC talk, right? It mm-hmm. was a GDC yeah. talk. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was sat there fascinated and in awe of, uh, Mark Cerny's, uh, wisdom. But at the same time, I was like, this is pretty dry. You know, yeah, t- like this er- is Eric- not, I am not the target market for this talk. <laughs> yeah. You know, this Eric is in the chat of- said not enough checkerboard rendering talk though <laughs> for his taste. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was disappointed. I was, I was, well, actually, no, I don't really want to continue. No, we don't want PS5 rendering. to have checkerboard rendering. I'd no. like it to be capable to handle 4k native. Uh, but anyway, I'm sure. it will. Um, but I, I, the one thing I did take away from that talk that was really cool. I mean, the, the audio stuff sounds really cool. But the I audio think the stuff one sounds really cool. Yeah, but I mean, no pun intended. But the uh, but like as far as the the cool takeaway from that talk, I I mean, a part of this I think was Sony coming out and saying, "Listen, it's not all about the teraflops. It doesn't matter." <laughs> like, okay, it's time for flop talk. Are you guys ready for flop oh, talk? Oh, I'm so ready for flop talk. All right, so because <laughs> Microsoft has kind of put thrown down the gauntlet, like we got mm-hmm. so many flops, you guys, so yeah. we're flopping so fast. Flops for days, and we got flops for days. <laughs> and Sony was like, they weren't talking about their flops. They didn't you know? talk about flops at all, like not until pretty far into the talk, yeah. and, then, it, but, and not and not but, before saying, uh, you know, how teraflops are not a very good metric. Flops don't matter. For, Flops, uh, uh, you know, flop one is not necessarily equal to flop two, you know, PS4 flop, a PS4 flop (laughs) is not the same as a PS5 flop is what he he came out and said, basically. And so without saying like, hey, and and I've seen this conversation on some different outlets, Digital Foundry, Mm -hmm. talking flops, you know, Uh, (laughs) here on Flop Talk, you know, we've we've discussed it a bit where teraflops are are kind of a bad metric to try to like objectively say this is this one's more capable and but it's impossible to to kind of have that conversation without 
being super in-depth nerdy like Mark Cerny was. So right. I think uh, I, otherwise you just come off sounding like, oh, you're a Sony fanboy. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it that. definitely sounds and it, it sounded. It, yeah, it sounds exactly like something a Sony fanboy would say, like flops like, oh, don't matter. All about flops. It's even not though, all about flops, man. Even though yeah. PS4 people were so pleased that the Xbox One was weaker than the PS4, they they would <laughs> right. like tell like, ah, oh, but you only get 900p on Xbox One. We get 1080p. Oh, like, it's so clearly superior. Is, that was before the days of flops. So I think that's why like n- neither of these announcement inter- announcements interest me at all inherently. Like uh-huh. they both seem very powerful. Like that's cool and yeah, all, but sure. I gotta see a bunch of games. Like it's yeah. so it's very hard zero. for me to care. Uh, I need yeah. I, see a bunch I need of games. loud loud drums. <laughs> you know, and like a big <laughs> PS Five thing up there, and like shining blue lights. I, that's yeah. what I need. Yeah, you and know? I think there's like finally, I think there actually is more of a. <laughs> point of diminishing returns uh with visuals and games oh yeah uh, sure like i yeah. think you know i don't know kill zone shadow fall still looks incredible and that was in, yeah. in the ps you know the ps4 announcement right um yeah yeah so much of it too is just more creative art styles and other stuff that makes games really look great so it's like yeah they're you know games are gonna continue to look great so like yeah. what games are you making for this thing yeah um, i i think so what i was get kind of getting to though was i think the most exciting thing about that uh that talk was when he was talking about the ssd and the the input output uh the speeds that that they're shooting for on this thing are going to open the door to um not only just no load times but actually streaming almost using that nvme um ssd drive as ram it's almost that fast to be you're filling up basically this 16 gigs of ram incredibly fast you could stream like the entire uh, like in the entire world as you turn around, you know, that kind of speed. So mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of game developers are very excited about the freedom that that opens up uh, mm-hmm. for them. So uh, very, very cool. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's kind of an unexpected, um, unexpected number when he was talking about five, five and a half gigs per second that it can pull across. Like that's an insane amount of data. So, yeah, um, but that's, that's all cool stuff. I think uh, aside from that, there's a, uh, you know, there's quite a few other stories here. I think um, we've talked about plenty of Adam, them, though. Holy smokes, we're like an hour into the show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we probably need to move on. Yeah, um, but uh, what but he's yeah, not going think, to. Uh, I'm not going to though. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Adam, um, you've got a news yeah. problem. You're Let's addicted. see here. Let's see here. Now, I think um, have, this is. I'll end it with this. I'll end it with this. I I swear, guys. Mm-hmm. I swear. Uh-huh. <laughs> Half Life Alex has set a new record for VR gaming on stream. Whoa! Or on Steam. Pardon, oh, oh, pardon oh. me. On Steam. Okay. I was very confused. <laughs> they were. It's only streamers. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess back in uh, in 2019, there was a peak of 8,717 players recorded on a VR, uh, on some kind of VR game. And yeah, Half-Life Alex has destroyed it. So, That's great. Anyway. And it, what the, the, the hubbub uh, that we've heard from people like at Valve, maybe not speaking officially for Valve, is that they kind of weren't uh necessarily sure how well half-life alex would be received or how well it Mm -hmm. would do um it was kind of a gamble uh and because Mm -hmm. they can they can afford to gamble because steam has made them so 
insanely wealthy and they're a privately yeah. held company so they don't have to constantly pursue only profit so they they took a gamble they made half-life alex and it seems like it's paying off like it's selling yeah it's, it's like everyone's streaming it I, like you know not everyone can play it sadly but hopefully once ps5 comes around and the psvr2 comes around you know valve yeah. is no stranger to making console ports of their games so indeed indeed you know. that, i would love it i would love yeah. it because just watching your stream last night i was like this game looks fantastic yeah oh yeah but for forty two thousand eight hundred fifty eight oh. was the peak concurrent wow. vr player number so yeah they wow. smashed it by a, a factor of five which is pretty cool it's so, amazing it's, so it's it's weird just talking about this game because especially when you just mentioned like console integration because my own personal touchstones with it it just sort of is like these weird small benchmarks in my career where like I when episode two came out, I reviewed Orange Box when I was at One Up in EGM yeah. like wow. so long ago. Yeah. So yeah. I reviewed it and I was like, can't wait for that ending. Um <laughs> and then You're still waiting, and, by the way. Yeah. But, and yeah. then in two thousand I don't I forget what year it would have been. Some years later, when I was working at PlayStation when Portal came out and had uh you could play co op between that was PS4 so cool. and PC and it was really cool and it's I think it's one of those typical things where it's like if someone at Valve gets excited about it, they support it. So they built this yeah. whole like PS4 crossplay infrastructure that I, you know, I don't think anything else ever nope. used beyond their Only stuff. Only that one. Yep. Um, <laughs> but I remember talking about it at the time, and it was exciting and a cool thing to announce. But anyways, yeah, I'd, I'd love to play it now actually. But I think my um, I was hoping to play it on my Quest with the link cable because apparently that works very well. Mm-hmm. But the one like work PC I have access to that I brought home from my office for the stretch is apparently like just shy of VR specs. Oh, so, it's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yep. close. None, none for me yet. Yeah, actually, see, I see your VR sitting out on the table behind you there, and I was wondering if you had played it. Yeah. And now, yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. But I'll play some other stuff. I, I do think I'm like... Uh, I want to get in some of those sort of nightly like Beat Saber workouts. I think that'll be a good, yes. like, oh, uh, good call. Yeah. yeah, some good cardio. Yeah, get yeah, just get know, those limbs moving around. Yeah, yeah. that's a good idea. There's yeah, also there's a really a, uh, sorry. Just one thing is a, ga- a yeah. game I want to play too that I've been meaning to called The Under Presents. Uh, that is some uh, apparently very cool sort of interactive theater ARG feeling type of uh, really weird VR experience that. Um, just whenever I read about it, it sounds fascinating. I think it might have like live actors in it. Uh, so I'm going, I tend to play that um, while I have it at home here. Ah, very nice. nice. Yeah. All right. Well, that about wraps up the news. Um, and this fortnight, uh, just because everyone was busy or and or forgetful, um, we have no tweets. No tweets. <laughs> so, on, kind no of on purpose allowed. by mistake. On purpose, well, I, right? I also knew that the what are we playing in the news was going to be taking up the majority of the show. So I think uh, next time, next time, guys, we'll, we'll tweet. We'll tweet to you. And then you tweet to us. It'll be great. So, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. So now it is, of course, the part of the show where we sell you things. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Patreon guys. 
patreon.com slash sbfegs that's where you can go of course to subscribe or back us or you know give your sustaining support to the show uh one dollar of course gives you the uh early ad free episodes this can be real early this time because Mm -hmm. here we are on tuesday recording yeah so you'd be listening you wouldn't even be hearing this part that's right but you'd be getting it real early and uh but yeah typically (laughs) one to three days ahead of the street date two dollars uh per month gives you the access to our patreon exclusive minisodes um and then of course there are other more glorious tiers such as you know getting a jar of david's bath water that is not Um, a real tier uh, the five dollar (laughs) tier will get you um access to the archives as they say of the um the video episodes so you can it is now effectively a video podcast for you that's right Uh, just in case if you can't make it to the live stream on twitch.tv slash sbfvgs um yeah you can always watch it at your leisure you know, with that sweet, sweet video version. So there you have it. You can you can back the show. Of course, the show will continue to, to remain free. That's right. Uh, the audio version uh, for those of you who can't. But we we definitely appreciate the support for those of you who are backing and who mm-hmm. are considering backing. Yeah. So and, and then um, also Patreon. if you have oh hang on oh you can you can finish finishers finishers patreon.com so slash sbfegs. But right, then David. also a free way to support us is if you have mm. Amazon Prime and Twitch and a Twitch account and you have those Indeed. two things linked. You can head mm-hmm. on over to twitch.tv slash SBFEGS and just give us give us that free Amazon Prime sub. Gives us uh gives us money. Real actual yeah. money. So Yeah. The Twitch Prime they call it, right? Twitch Prime, that's right. Um, yeah, you, so you yeah. have you have one free sub on, on the Twitch yeah. if you haven't if you're an Amazon so, Prime member. Yeah. And we would love to have it. So it's, it's free thanks, to guys. you. Gives us some little little bit of cash. It's it's great. The ducats. ducats. And then also you can watch me streaming uh, Half-Life Alex or Animal Crossing, depending on what you're into. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 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 (laughs) Okay. All right. It is topic time. Meat and potatoes. David, your topic. Good, sir. All right. Well, so since Adam is incapable of shortening the length of his segments, Mm. I'm going to Mm -mm. make this segment nice and short, especially because it seems like I'm the only one playing all three of these games, too. So (laughs) I think you guys aren't going to have a ton to talk about, but you can talk about. So anyway, let me just read the topic for you guys. Yeah, Uh, Let us know. Let us know. Uh, So. Uh, three amazing games launched this past fortnight, really in the in the course of the mm. last three days. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Doom Eternal, and Half-Life Alex. We are in... We have a wealth of games to play while we're all locked inside, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So, in your opinion, and this is 100% opinion, which of those three games is do you think is the best one to escape from the current perils of the world? Mm. I'd love to start with Nick on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, I know none or, of them or are your I can cup buy of you some time right if, if you need some time to think about it. No, I I I mean kind of none of them for me really mm. like the okay. lame answer. Okay. Maybe I'm just in like this weird nihilistic place, but um <laughs> I feel like uh, they're also just like not really. I mean, I am pretty excited to play Alex if I figure out my setup at some point. But even mm-hmm. that, I you know, you described it as being pretty scary. I have I heard it. I saw Patrick Klepek talking about it on Twitter like a horror game, and yeah, I just basically. don't know. I don't like horror games or horror movies generally, uh, mm-hmm. personally. So like that part doesn't sound appealing to me. So I think just 
I don't want to escape in a, you know, I want to escape into a world that I want to spend time in. And I think that's not going to be true of Doom either. I'm sure there's some catharsis to playing Doom and maybe that's, you don't, uh, Nick, 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 you don't, you don't want to escape off to hell real quick. <laughs> I know. I don't know. For some reason, I'm just not in the mood these days. I'm, oh, sort, okay. of, I'm right. sort of there already. Um, <laughs> and, oh, no. and oh. Animal Crossing, I think that's the closest to it. Um, but I guess there is a little bit of like a I'm 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 uh, I, I don't know I'm not the biggest fan of Nintendo's franchises I think franchises oh. I think personally or haven't been historically and I think there's a bit of like there's a bit of a cynical backbone either to me or to the game I think for me that mm. um, I don't know just the whole like design loop of doing all these chores and stuff like I. Right now, I think to me that does seem like the best game just for escapism to be in this pleasant world that mm-hmm. wants, that wants you there and have people to chat to and socialize and whatever. Yeah, and the exactly. interplay between the interplay between players seems cool and trading fruit and all that stuff is fun. Um, but I guess the sort of general like busy workness of it, and I think there's also an element where you can i guess you you know you can customize your house whatever i of course there's a million like tweets and memes around this of and mm-hmm. custom artwork and t-shirts and all that's really cute but i also feel like if you want to be creative in a game there's so many other options for that right now or something like dreams i imagine if you really want to lean into it which i also mm, need to play sure. but um so i guess that's the one element of it that doesn't quite sit with me is like i think if you want to be creative right now there's broader ways to express your creativity if you want to chill out there's games like a short hike that i mentioned that i think i'm mm. really playing um and are for me this is just my personal taste though i think that sure. sort of linearity of like a thing i can knock out in a few hours whereas animal crossing sort of pure open-endedness like i just, <laughs> um, that's my very boring answer no but, it's no, a good answer i, I, I totally get are that. valid here yeah i totally get that here's where i'm coming from because it's, it's it's kind of similar Doom, I know those games are fun. Um, I'm not super plugged into those games. Though. They just don't do it for me for whatever reason. So I'm not okay. super excited about Doom. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a much bigger fan of Wolfenstein for yeah. some reason. Totally Even fair. though they're, I think, they're, technically they're similar. Yeah. yeah, they have a similar vibe. Uh, I think Doom is more over the top than Wolfenstein, if you yeah. can imagine that. Yeah, I think that. you're definitely right. Definitely more yeah. arcade than... Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like an arcade game. There's like almost yeah. no story, you know? Like, it's like just... It, the story is as bare bones as it can be to get you to killing more demons, basically. Right. <laughs> the uh, the yeah. other two games on your list, um, these these are games for the dirty one percenters that I can't get behind. Because <laughs> either I have to have a crazy expensive VR rig, which I don't have, and I, not, I never probably will, because um, mm-hmm. I'm poor. Uh, <laughs> and Nintendo has has taken this bizarre approach david and i were chatting about this a little bit ago on the discord server yeah i didn't Crossing. know this by the way at yeah, all th- i didn't either i so my daughter is like kind of excited she's she saw the trailer for animal crossing she thought it looked cute she wants to play it um adam she sees on instagram she's like, your kids playing it she's like oh this i'd like to check that out and i said oh, yeah, I, th- I thought about maybe playing that i've never played an animal crossing game all my friends mm-hmm. on twitter seem like they're having fun with it maybe i'll check it out mm-hmm. and then it's like oh yeah by the way uh if you thought we were being crazy with Pokemon before and not having different save states, you have to have a different user in your console per save. Animal Crossing gives you an island per console. Yes, if we you, learned that. If you want to play 
completely separate, like solo games and experience this whole game, you better buy yourself a second switch right now because oh yep, my that's the only way to do yeah, it. Yeah. So that's what ended up being the catalyst. That's why my son bought his switch Lite because oh, he, man, he created an, he created an Island Right. on our on our main home switch you know sure and and scarlet went on to her profile and started sure. playing and she's like wait this is your island elliot right and they had split the cost of the game because they both oh, wanted to play it sure yeah. yeah and so so finally he was like well i got i guess i have to buy another copy of the game <laughs> oh in a switch gosh. if we want to have our own separate islands and so they like he, he basically she bought out his half of the game <laughs> and then he bought uh, yeah, right. The they they Wall Streeted this thing. Uh, look at, yeah, they, look they at, got us. They got, they was the teaching children switch. capitalism at a young age. Man, you know, I, I, I <laughs> started reading that. Mister got us. I started reading that, and it, it made me so angry that I was just like, "Yeah, I'm out." Like, I'll, I'll probably still get it for my daughter so she can play it, but like, there's no way oh, I'm that's so contributing funny. to this. It's, like, it's, that's insane. It's baffling. It's it's I'm one of those so baffling Nintendo decisions. I cannot imagine. Cannot imagine why they're like, yeah, this will be great. This will be fine. Let's let's release a game with, I don't I don't know. Basically, yeah. can only be played by one main person, and then like everyone else is like ancillary. Yeah. You know, like I don't so, I don't understand why they decided I'm, it's, to do but that. It's I'm working gonna, because now there's well, like a switch shortage going on, right? Because everyone's buying switches no. like crazy oh. to play Animal I'm Crossing. I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm just wow. saying it's so dirty. It's dirty. I, it is dirty. This is awful. <laughs> I hate all of this. Yeah. I'm just gonna play Sekiro again. Wow. So that okay, Sekiro. Okay, so we've had yeah. t- <laughs> so far. The two answers are falling well outside of out of my my box. I mean, I'm gonna watch fine. your stream yeah, of nothing of or Sekiro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't that just life though? My actual answer was cottage cheese because that's while I was that's what I was eating just now yes. while Michael was yeah. talking about his answer. Nice. You know what? You know what? Actually, I was looking at the three games, and I think the best game to play right now that we're living in the darkest timeline sure. is The Witcher Three. Oh because <laughs> because that's the game i just bought and that's what i want to play oh so, that's so there you go. funny there you i go. mean that's I a very it. good answer by sure. the way uh, <laughs> you know like that well, game is, i, is I so partially blame you david they're all terrible answers <laughs> i partially blame you david because you you just streamed through the game and i watched a ton of it and i was like man that made me really want to play the game again sure. so um because i never i never ended up finishing just, it so man, i figured just i'll start over can I just give you some advice for The Witcher 3 real quick? Yeah, I'll try yeah. to keep it real spoiler free. Mm-hmm. Just, okay. just just, don't overprotect your daughter. That's all. That's all. <laughs> okay. Or your all heart right. will be broken mm-hmm. at the end. So just... Uh, all yeah, right. That's just it. like in real life. Yeah. Yeah, you can't... Just like in real life. Uh, you can't smother them. You got to give them wings, David, and then they'll fly. Listen, I'm, um, listen I'm, no, I'm no dad expert, but I definitely also, am a bad dad in Witcher world. <laughs> also, the other thing, because watching, watching you stream Half-Life, Alex, made me really want to go back and play more Blood and Truth. So, wow. there you have it. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that, that game is fantastic. And, I, you know, I've been seeing reviewers say things like IGN gave uh, Half-Life Alex a 10, which I, you know, I, don't, wow. I haven't played it, but mm-hmm. apparently it's a masterpiece. It's um, very good. Uh, from what I saw of the stream that you were playing last night, I was I was thinking like this is not. I mean, peop, I've seen a lot of people saying like, "Oh, this is eons beyond any other VR game. This is like the most groundbreaking. This is like playing a game from the future," is what Dan Stapleton said in the wow. IGN review. Okay, and so 
But I was, as I was watching, I was like, this looks a lot like Blood and Truth to me. Like it, it's mm-hmm. pretty close. I think it's but, it's probably better. It's it's probably better, and it's probably longer. Sure. But sure. I, there's uh, a couple things. Hang on, though. There's a couple things you're not seeing. One, the resolution, which is probably double what you're getting in Blood and Truth. Uh, and yeah, probably and oh t- yeah, because I'm playing on a day one PS4. Yeah, I have no illusions that I'm getting the best quality of that game. Even like yeah. PS4 Pro would be better, or even probably PS5. It'll probably look even better on it. But uh, but yeah. even more important than that, uh, the hand tracking on um, on Oculus, even just on Oculus. Okay, so Oculus Rift S is the is probably the cheapest uh, option to play this game in VR. That's the one I'm playing it on. Um, and it has, uh, it, it, the hand tracking is like, so you remember how you were playing Batman Arkham VR, right? Adam, you're mm-hmm. playing Batman Arkham VR and he's yeah. just like shaking his hands. He's got, he's got the jitters. He's, he's been, got the jitters. He's, he's just, he's just quit drinking. He just quit <laughs> drinking. Yeah. Yeah. There is none uh, of that even on the yes. Oculus Rift S. So, and yeah, I saw, I mean, the, it looked really steady. It yeah. looked really good. So, so yeah. those two things saying, make a big difference. As far as like from a game design, I'm not talking about hardware. I'm just saying from a game design perspective yeah. and from like implementation of the systems, I, I feel like Blood and Truth is a, a very solid game that you could play right now, even if you only have a smelly old PSVR like me. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay. But Eric in the chat says, Alex has double the flops, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> at least double if not triple maybe quadruple yeah. the flops i don't know who's to uh, say <laughs> all right so I, I guess i'm the only one that's gonna uh fall in the constraints no, no, of the question i, I will okay all I, right. think we've, uh, I think we've changed the question where you yes, need an answer that is outside, outside the norm question. now right yeah no so i'm the weird I, one <laughs> yeah no i i'll answer i'll play ball david okay, I'll play ball. okay so right. i think for especially for people with with anxiety um right now this can be a really anxious time you know (laughs) yeah like i i i've had a couple of days myself where i've been battling anxiety and i'm not an anxious person at all so there are i think the having the cuteness of animal crossing going in my house right now has been super nice and i Mm -hmm. so i I, that is my answer i mean even though because like like nick was saying half-life alex it looks kind of scary at times you know Mm -hmm. and like doom eternal is very like intense like pulse pounding heavy metal demon slashing like that's not what i want right now Mm -hmm. um i have to i have to do that just to get a loaf of bread right now so wow (laughs) yeah i think I think the um, Animal Crossing New Horizons is my answer to this okay, question, sure. for sure. Well, thank you. Thank you. for. Yeah. I feel like... Uh, I played ball. <laughs> yeah, you played ball a little bit. No, it's fine. Honestly, this topic is is like very specific to me because it's the three games that I'm playing right now. Yeah, and one no, of the no, games I, most people totally can't it. play. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, one of the ones is definitely not everyone's bag. And then and the other one is like the other game that was released with these two mm-hmm. giant games. So... Um, so yeah. Anyway, I, I'm gonna just gonna wait, go wait, wait. into which are, which which are you saying is the other? Yeah, game? I know. I know. The I other one know. I would say is Doom Eternal <laughs> is the other one, right? Yeah, I, I think well, a lot of people true. are that's playing true. Doom Eternal though. I know a lot well, of it's because that's the one that that's the one that everyone can play because it's cross platform. So maybe I have just a weird perspective on everything. That's probably what's going mm. on here. Oh, like, you know, like I I don't play on console anymore, really, except for Switch. Um, it's a disgrace. A disgrace. But, but Doom Eternal is the one that's everywhere. So yeah, fair. Is it on Switch? Yeah, I think it is. If it's not, the port is coming. So mm. yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, if you want to play with 30 FPS, <laughs> <laughs> if 
you can even call Gross. that playing. If you can even call that playing the game, yeah. Um, <laughs> so my answer, I want my answer to be Half-Life Alex because playing three hours of that yesterday blew my mind but I yeah, also yeah. walked away from my play session. Like there's a se- there's a sequence where like the it's dark, you know, and all you have is a flashlight. Mm-hmm. And like, remember in Half Life One and Two, you have like flashlight sections, and you're like, oh yeah, this mm-hmm. is this is a lot harder because I can't see anything. In Half Life, Alex in the flashlight section, it's harder, yes, but also it's way more terrifying. Like I'm yeah. not a, I'm not <laughs> afraid of the dark. I'm not a person who's like. I don't get afraid of the dark, but in this game with like sounds everywhere and like, I'm getting like goosebumps just thinking about how (laughs) freaky that was. So, so yeah, like it's not good for my anxiety. I had to like, I ended the stream a little bit early so I could go sit on my couch and play animal crossing. So (laughs) because the animal crossing is the one, even though like Eric, it's the antidote. It is the antidote. Even though it's about going into debt to a little raccoon friend over and over again, (laughs) for some reason, something about that, knowing that I can get out of debt easily, maybe is the thing that's soothing. I don't know. But um, it uh, Animal Crossing is definitely my pick. So, yeah, it's and I think I'm going to be playing it for for at least a month. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, I said it on Twitter. I think that game for a lot of people Right now, that game is probably going to be the game that got people through the craziness of 2020. Like, mm-hmm. for I think a lot of people are going to have that experience because that is a game that is super calming. Mm-hmm. It is a way to take your mind off of the mm-hmm. the insanity and um, and just get a little mental peace for a little while. So, yeah. I, you know, I think that's I think that's probably the answer. We yeah. solved it. We figured it yeah. out, guys. It's, Thank you. It's yeah. the one game that actually has a real life component. You can go into debt in the game in real life to get yourself that second switch and, and second copy so you guys can play together so that's kind of like a unique thing you can't do that in vr yet all right that about wraps it up we did it thank you gentlemen thank you gentlemen um it is time for end of the show plugs for all uh nick you wrote a video game that came out a few weeks ago. That's true. I didn't talk about we should, it. Yeah. We should we should plug uh, that about thing. It now. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah. It's called Blood Roots. It's by Paper Cult Games. Um, oh, it's kind of funny because I, you know, I haven't worked. I, I stopped working on it like a year ago or or something. Okay. Um, so I, it had been done for my work on it. It had been done for a long time while they were porting and I didn't finish in the game. Um, mm-hmm. So when it finally came out, it was like a thing that I'd fully moved on from mentally. But it was really exciting, and it's the first game that I've like written every word of like every word of dialogue all the trophy names all the level names like it just everything uh which was fun and there's lots of it had been long enough that when i was replaying it and like getting trophies i was like what is this a reference to and i had to go like (laughs) google what i referenced (laughs) in all my stupid jokes um Oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, it's like a Hotline Miami Western sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty fun. It's very punishing, but satisfying if you can swing it. Um, and I'm pretty proud of the like weird cast of characters that we came up with. Um, and I did lots of creative swearing without swearing actually very much in the game. <laughs> and it's just a very different thing for me after working on very sort of like peaceful things like Celeste or charming things like Guacamelee. And this is just yeah. like uh, uh, more, more not my 
jam personally for the sorts of things I play, which also made it fun to work on just a very different sort of thing and <laughs> contrasted with um, a game called Carto that I'm writing right now, which is a very, again, back to sort of being a very chill, charming, funny puzzle game. Um, mm-hmm. nice. So that'll uh, be out at some point. Um, and I guess that's, yeah, I guess I could have mentioned that when I was talking about what I was playing, but I mostly like playing <laughs> stuff I'm working on, which is not quite the I same. Think but, um, I think it counts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's see. I guess I have, yeah, so Blood, Blood Roots <laughs> is out on PS4 and switch and epic game store nice. uh what else can i plug uh i guess i my podcast i'm pretty happy with it i mentioned the splunky show like yeah. we just started a discord uh which is fun because our whole community sort of hopped in with us there and we'll be we have some big plans for the show actually starting next week as well oh cool um sort of things we're going to expand doing in this year and try to be a little sort of more more prolific and just like lean into these weird times when people need some um, podcasts to dive into. So yeah, and I and highly recommend the show. The, the The podcast is excellent, so definitely mm-hmm. check it out if you're interested in game design, especially Thank like you. that is the, the you guys go deep into that stuff, um, and it's uh, it's very interesting. So yeah, well nice. done, awesome. Thank you much. Mm-hmm. And I recommend your podcast. Oh, oh, oh my, my, thank you. Oh, yeah. oh thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I got the vapors. Specifically four episodes of it, but generally. Yeah. 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 Right. There's, like, exactly. there's like four really good ones, ones in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So you can keep up with us at sbfvgs.com. That's where you can find episode links, uh, social media, Twitch channel, merchandise, uh, more. And, of course, if you like what we do and you want to see us doing more of it, Support us on the Patreon. Why not? Who's stopping you? Not me. I'm, I'm not, not stopping, stopping you. You go, go so, for it. <laughs> Patreon.com slash SPFVGS if you'd like to get in on those sweet, sweet perks. Uh, or, of course, subscribe on Twitch.tv slash SPFVGS if you'd just like to back the show. Watch the streams ad-free. All that fun stuff. Um, and then, of course, you can uh, support just by telling a friend. Tell a friend about the show. Leave an iTunes review. Grassroots. Like we'll get we'll get the show off the ground grassroots style. Just tell just put a put a post-it note on someone's like door. You know, yeah. it says SBFEGS.com <laughs> and they'll be so intrigued. Those steak things that they do during like campaigning, like where you put it put it in someone's <laughs> lawn. Yeah, put it in their lawn. Yeah, like, cer- what's certainly not your own. This? Put it in yeah. someone's <laughs> lawn, lawn. Someone else's lawn. In your, your lawn. Animal yeah. Crossing lawn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, I should get the SBFVGS logo in Animal Crossing. You should. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Anyway, now we're getting the gears. <laughs> you should also, uh, in Half-Life, I saw there's like things like a functioning piano, and then I saw another thing that was oh. like a whiteboard with chalk, and someone was like doing math on it, like teaching oh, math on it. <laughs> So you should that's like draw awesome. out the logo in the game. Yes. Oh, man, that's, that's really fun. I that's like it. A great idea. I will. I will do that. Yeah, David. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> I was super impressed, actually. Just a quick digression. Yeah. Uh, that you could pick up a marker and write on the glass in in Half Life, yeah, Alex. That was that's so cool. Valve's jam. Like every VR game that Valve has made that I have played, they have some form of like marker on the wall or on a whiteboard mechanic. I don't know why, but they just love putting that in their VR games. It's, so. it's pretty cool. Pretty yeah. cool. But anyway, <laughs> a very special thanks to Eric Kruger for our podcast logo, for being uh, the Patreon or uh, what is it, the producer doing this <laughs> auto switching. Uh, yeah. And for his handsome, handsome face. I wasn't sure if he was going to poke his face It feels better now that I know he's watching live. Yeah. 
this is the next room. Yeah. And of course, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at SBFVGS Podcast. I'm Barry White. Mike is Taco Douglas. David is David J. Tate. And Nick is N. Sutner. It's true. Of course, uh, feel free to send me a pen, uh, PSN, PSN friend request. And uh, I'm Barry White on there as well. That's B U R Y W I T E. And uh, that's all the time we have, you guys. Any closing thoughts? Closing thoughts? No? Uh, play more Animal Crossing. <laughs> we will get through this. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Nick, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Yeah. It's been it's been a while. We'd had to reschedule a couple times. Sure. Partially yeah. some some were our fault and some were definitely your fault, Nick. <laughs> some were definitely most, most were definitely my fault. So thank you. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you for coming. We, we it's yeah. always a good time it's, having it's you on the show. It's always fun. So. Yeah. All right. That's all the time we have for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 144. Thank you for listening. We'll be back every two weeks with more broke guys talking about gaming. <laughs> Hit us up with your questions, <laughs> topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye, everybody. Hey, goodbye. Yay! Yay! See you guys. <laughs> yeah, you power through. You get a Dramamine drip going oh into your veins. <laughs> this is terrible <laughs> advice. Do not do this. Chat. People listening out there in podcast land and in, in right. Twitch, wherever you are listening, please do not do that. Don't do that. Unless you want to be famous. Yeah. <laughs> this is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.